Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to another episode of CanCast, a podcast where we don't even think outside the box because we never had one to begin with. And as usual, I'll go ahead and get started with that ad. Please go to Instagram and go to Empire at Freak. That page is all about Nigerian real estate. If you want to sell, buy, or just admire the real estate that they have in Nigeria, that is where you really need to go. That is E-M-P-I-R-E underscore A-F-R-I-Q-U-E, Empire Freak on Instagram. They have over 80,000 followers. So if you have, if you want to buy or sell anything, that's the place you need to go. In today's episode, I have Amber back with me again. And today we're going to be going over different Reddit posts. Um, mostly your relationship advice from the um, relationship advice subreddit. And without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started. So this one is titled, My 24-year-old female husband, 32-year-old male, cheated on me. My mother says I shouldn't leave him because of our kids, four, two, and six months, and she won't let me stay with them this past weekend. So I'm assuming this is her own mother, not like her mother-in-law. But um, I recently found out that my husband cheated on me. He had a dating profile and was hooking up with random girls and telling me he was working late. When I confronted him about it, he said that he started it because there were complications in my second and third pregnancies. He said he had a physical, he had physical needs that had to be met and I couldn't meet them. He said he knew it wasn't my fault and didn't want to blame me or make me feel like I had to do something that the doctor said I shouldn't. So he hooked up with random girls, but said it wasn't quote unquote meaningful. After I found out, I took my kids to my parents' house and asked them if I could live there for a little bit until I figured out what I'm going to do because obviously I want to leave him. But my mom said, no, I couldn't stay there. She said that I owed it to my kids to try and work it out. She told me that she understood I needed a few days to wrap my head around this, but I wasn't welcome to stay past today. I didn't have enough money to stay anywhere else. I don't have many friends since having kids, since having the kids. But the few I do don't have any accommodations for me and three kids. I don't want to go back home, but I do, don't see what, what else I can do. He apologized. He apologized other than to say that he was sorry for that I found out and he got upset. He, his father is a divorce lawyer, and I know if we separated, I'll lose everything. He can provide the kids a house. He has a steady income. I don't have either of those things. He has many resources. I feel like I would... He has so many resources, I feel like without the support of my family, I either have to go back to him or risk losing everything. All right, so how do you feel about that, Amber? Um, that's crazy. That's a, a very um, interesting... Tough situation. Yeah, situation. And it sucks that her own mom is saying that she's not able to stay with her for a few days and her home mom is telling her that she should go back to the guy who cheated on her even though he was saying that she had she pretty much couldn't satisfy him that still doesn't give you a right to go out there and cheat and it's like he's getting a pat on the back for going out there and cheating and she's the one having to stop and deal with the mess yeah and i think it's mainly because she doesn't have any like resources or anything she doesn't have any money so if she had money i don't i don't think that she would the issue would be as uh grand as it is right now 
but since she doesn't have money, she has nowhere to go. She has no one to rely on, really. So she she's kind of stuck in the situation without someone um, extending an olive branch to try and help her. But I still feel like she... I don't think that you should stay with someone just for the sake of the kids. I feel like that's not a good relationship. And I understand that they're and that baby is young, six months, that's pretty fresh. And I understand that they have history, but at the same time, I get it's tough because she doesn't have the money and she doesn't have anywhere to go. So it's like, what am I supposed to do? Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think she should have to say she doesn't want to either because like cheating is a breach of, of trust. And it's like how are you gonna treat somebody how are you gonna trust somebody again once they breach that trust? It's a long road. And especially seeing where she said that he didn't really apologize. He was just sorry that he got caught. That's another thing that's like he doesn't even care what he did. And if he did it in a way if he did it because he, he just had needs and he wanted his needs met, I feel like you would be more sorry in that situation instead of being like, well, I mean, I got caught, so, you know, oh well. But even his his reasoning behind cheating says a lot about him. Like, I cheated because of you having complications from the past two pregnancies and you not being able to, whatever, satisfy me. Like, that says a lot about you as a person, so it's not surprising that he does not feel sorry that you cheated. He's only sorry that he got caught. That's true, but but he is wrong for doing what he did, right? We we already know that he's wrong. But when I'm reading what she said, and he said, um, in her uh, paraphrasing of what he said was that he did that because he knew she wasn't in a place to have sex and didn't want her to have sex before she was ready to have sex. So it wasn't necessarily like she just couldn't have sex and he was just going out to have sex with other women. It was because, well, he said it was because that reason he, he he could obviously be lying. But I'm just I just want to ask you: Do you think that that matters? Yeah. In, uh, <laughs> At the end of the day, you know what it, it is to have a baby. She didn't get pregnant by herself, so him going right. out and having affairs just because his wife is dealing with the aftermath of pregnancy is not valid in my opinion. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. You might not know the answer to it right now, and I can answer first if not, but what would you do in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> that was quick. All right, so... I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Man, this is a really tough situation. I don't know. I would honestly not even... I think this is one of those times where you have to throw away your pride if you really don't want to be in that situation and just ask any of your friends if they have any accommodations. Even if it's going to be tight, just to get out of that, get out of that situation. But I also feel like this is where communication comes in because even though he feels the way, if he like communicated to her, "Hey, I'm feeling this way. I feel like I need this. I'm not getting it. Like blah 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 blah. Like things could be different." But what if he did not do that because he didn't want to add additional stress to her? Because she can't. Like he's telling her, "I want to do this thing with you." But you are not in a place to do it. But so I want to do this thing with you. You're not in a place for me to tell you this, but I'm going to go out and cheat on you, which in turn is worse than you telling telling her when she's not ready. That is true, and I'm not like I said before. I never said it wasn't um, that it was not wrong. But what we're talking about in the context of the example is 
he I was just saying the reason why he didn't do it. I didn't say the reason well, he, his alternative was better. He shouldn't have done he should have communicated, but there is just I don't know. It's I I, I think he should have just like told her because like you said, the alternative is better than I'm mean, that is better than the alternative that you chose. And he chose to go out. And, and cheat on her, which broke her even more than what he was trying to save her from. And so, and then instead of apologizing for that, he apologized, and he was only sorry that he got caught, and she found out. Mm-hmm. So, in and out, the whole entire thing, his reasoning. That's why I said earlier, I was like, what he said was because I don't think that's what he really meant. He was just saying that because it sounds good. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. He was just saying that, like, oh, I think that if I say it like this, then um then she is more likely to then i'm more likely to get um for people to uh what's the word for people to um accept my apology because he goes around saying that even her mom is like well yeah you should stay with me i mean think about that but her mom's probably saying that also because she doesn't have any money or a well it seems like the mom does have the accommodations but she doesn't want to she doesn't want that to happen and what makes it worse is that his father is a lawyer, is a divorce lawyer. So he knew what he was doing, but at the same time, that's going to be but, be reflected on him. But I was going to say that, and I could have sworn that in divorce, like when you are the cheater, you have like you have to give up a lot. Because the reason why they're married is because yeah, exactly, it's because of the infidelity. So I think in actuality, it might not be as bad as she thinks it is, but she doesn't have the money for a lawyer anyway. So, and depending on where they live, the laws of marriage and divorce are different everywhere in every state. So, it honestly really depends because it's a lot. But if I were her, actually, when I'm thinking about it, I would start a GoFundMe. I put this story on the um, on Reddit, have a link to my GoFundMe, and then just go from there. Because people are definitely, I feel like that they would definitely help and give her some money so that she could, one, have a place to stay, two, have a divorce lawyer, um, and three, just be out of that situation because her seeing him right there her even if her mom did go and say oh all right you can come stay with us all of that is just it's so much because she remembers her mom's telling her that you should stay with him so who knows if she doesn't have a sour relationship with her mom now mm-hmm. so that's just it's just a lot right now but that's a really tough situation i saw it i was i was scouring through reddit uh, the celebrated relationship advice and I saw that one I thought it was pretty interesting and so I wanted to talk about it. Do you have any other thing before we close? All right. No. So now we're going to move on to the second story. My very 23 girlfriend, who's also 23, came home this morning hungover and with scratches all over her body. My girlfriend works at a local bar and doesn't get out until 2 a.m. It's a very small bar, and she's the only bartender that's not the owner. Now, I don't know much about the bar owner. I only met him once, but my girlfriend has told me that the bar owner and his wife often have threesomes. (laughs) Okay, cool, whatever. I wake up at 8 a.m. to a 3 a.m. text from my girlfriend telling me that she, the bar owner and the wife, invited her, uh, that the bar owner and his wife invited her to their house for a drink, along with some casuals from the bar that constantly trying to hit on her. I definitely did not feel comfortable with it, but whatever. I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt, and it was too late anyways to say anything. She rings my doorbell at about 9, 9.30 a.m., and she looks like 
Crap. Her makeup is all messed up and she has scratches all over her body, specifically on her back and breasts. She's speaking incoherently and tells me that she doesn't remember much from last night, then eventually falls asleep on my couch. Mind you, she also lost her phone at the bartender's house. I am not sure how to handle this or even perceive the situation, and I'm looking for any insights or tips. So, Amber, what is your insight and or tips for this man? Um, it seems like she had a rough night. Um, she did. She, I get where putting two and two together because the boss or the owner of the bar, him and his wife, like that threesomes. And then she goes over to his house with them and others. And then doesn't come back until 9am. It's like, and, and at that point, she's also not herself still dealing with whatever she did last night. Um, that's a lot. I feel like the first thing or one of the main things that you should do this person should do in this situation is definitely address the issue with his significant other before they start making assumptions. Even though the assumptions have already been made, yeah. I feel like they should kind of like inquire about the previous night. All of this could be completely circumstantial, but there is one fact that remains evident. And that is you should not push yourself in such a bad position. Like she knew that the um, that the bar owner and his wife were swingers, basically, and that there were uh, other people, other guys that hit on her consistently, going to this place. She still put herself in that situation, mm-hmm. even if she didn't cheat. I think you should end the relationship if you don't want to have to deal with that. But if you do keep dating her, then you, this is what you're gonna have to deal with: her putting herself in bad situations, and you're having to wonder if she cheated or not. Or I don't necessarily think you'll have to deal with it like every single time, but you let her know how much this bothers you and you're not okay with it. And maybe if, y'all can work through it. If if she would be willing to, if she would have been willing to listen to that, then she wouldn't have went in the first place in my opinion. Mm. Why, why would you put yourself in a bad situation like that? Because just because someone has threesomes doesn't automatically mean that they're, that you are going to be involved with it. Not necessarily that part. I agree with that. So let's let's just put that to the side. But the other guys consistently, constantly hitting on her were also there. Would you go to a party mm, with other guys where they I consistently see. hit on you? I see that. But I see what you're saying about putting herself in situations like that with those people. It's, I just think that once you see stuff like that, even if she didn't cheat, that's obviously something that you're not okay with. So you should just get out of that situation because that's how she wants to be. You can have that conversation with her and talk to her and say, hey, I don't want you to do this or that, but which is what I would do first. Um, that's what I want to say. But I mean, it's more likely she's going to be like, oh, no, it's nothing, especially if she's a bartender, especially if she um, that's her lifestyle and that's where she works. More than likely, and she did that before you, y'all got together. More than likely, like you, you really can't change that. If it was after, then yes. And what Amber's doing right now, she's uh, pantomiming a scissors, snipping, and ex- I totally agree. You got to cut her, you got to cut her loose, send her back to the streets where she belongs. And uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's it for that one. It was really easy, nice, and mm-hmm. um, we just nipped it in the bud. Mm-hmm. And so now we've saved the best for last. This one is titled 
This Sunday morning, me and my GF were kissing and hugging and loving. Then an hour ago, she punched my mother in the nose, ran away with some luggage, left left the dump in the toilet. What the hell happened? <laughs> the police are gone now. The house is quiet, but it feels like a hurricane just passed through. A little background here. My GF and I have been dating each other for three years. We were engaged last year and we were looking forward to a happy married life together. Then COVID and the lockdowns happened. To keep a long story short, my mother had to move in with me. My GF had my to move in. Girlfriend had to move in with me. My girlfriend had to move in with me. My girlfriend's mother had to move in with me. What? Everybody had been together a couple of months. My place is quite spacious, but you can feel the tension. Even still, everybody respected everybody's face and kept to ourselves. Then it happened. I was working with my girlfriend. I was working when my girlfriend mm -hmm. messaged me. <laughs> it was a it was line after line of abuse saying how I'm less than a man, that I'm pathetic, and that I am a dickhead. I was shocked. We were kissing and hugging just a few hours ago. What the hell happened? She then called the engagement off. She broke up with me over text. I replied that this isn't what I wanted, but respected her decision. Then the phone lit up. Call after call after call. I couldn't answer because I was at work. I would get back to her when I finished. Imagine my horror when I came home to see my mother bruised in the face, talking to my brother on the phone, and waiting for the police to arrive. Here's what they told me. All the women in the house got a little argument over a shelf on the fridge, <laughs> a shelf in the fridge. Things escalated quickly. Punches were thrown and my girlfriend had my mother on the nose. And my mother called the police. My girlfriend snuck out the house before they got here. We told the officers what happened and they were surprised as I was. They took our statements and left. My mother, now my mother is back in the house. My girlfriend's mother has gone out looking for her daughter. And my girlfriend left the luggage, leaving the whole place a mess up. And yeah, she left the shit in the toilet for me to find. She also changed my laptop pa password, which I recovered. She deleted all my files and has not been seen since. Obviously, we're done as a couple. I just wanted to know what the hell happened. Our relationship was amazing. We cared for each other. I always made sure I loved her. And she would say, I love you too. We were each other's first everything. In relationship, sex, and marriage, it was a picture of a perfect couple. But in one afternoon, all this came crashing down. It was like she was possessed. She never heard of anyone before, but now she's running from the police for domestic abuse. I guess my question is what the hell happened? What should I do now? How do I look after myself when there's a war in my house? My gosh, that's a lot. Something had to be wrong or going on with her that day. For them to have a loving relationship and then just out of nowhere over a shelf in the fridge, she just like goes off the handle like that. There's way more, has to be way more to it. There, there has to be. And um, people are saying that it's mental health in the comments. And, and that, that's true. And if it is mental health, she she should. Hopefully she will get the help that she needs. But still, it's still a lot for the people that have to deal with it. And the fact that she did all of this in one, this happened in one afternoon. So, And, and he said that tensions were rising. Um, and you, you could feel the tension with all three women in the house. And that is a lot, man. I don't know how he navigated this or how spacious his place is. It has to be pretty space, mm -hmm. uh, pretty spacious to have four people in there when he was the only one living in there initially. So it's just a really tough situation. <laughs> and 
I I honestly have no clue where you would even start with this one. What what do you even do? Like <laughs> Well, I, I get what he's saying. He said he definitely the relationship is definitely over. It's like how do you come back from that? Like you don't you did so much damage. It's like I mean, maybe if you did one of those things, there may be coming back, but she just went off the handle and that's insane. Yeah, that that's true. So it, it just has me thinking because people are saying it's either drug or um, or mental, mental health. health. Yeah. But if this was to happen to you, and and you were in this um, the uh, this person's shoes, and it was one of those things, and they were able to correct, and they found out that it was one of those things, and they corrected it, would you be able to forgive them, or would you be like, it happens, and I cannot forgive you for that? I don't know. I feel like, yes, let's say it was mental health. Um, it was still, it still caught me off guard and it would still take me time to get over it. And even though it is mental health, I feel like I should still have time to process what happened and go through the feelings that I need to go through in order to eventually get over the situation. So I can't necessarily say that I would forgive them immediately maybe of course eventually because you holding on to stuff eventually only hurts you more than the other person yeah. but um i don't know like drugs it's like you on drug no Mm-mm. like because if this if if that person's on drugs and this is the first time you notice that this is not gonna be the last time it's not like why can they not get help but they get help mentally with mental health they can, but uh, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to be there for that. Okay. Let's say you're not there for any of the treatment that they do, whether it's mental health or addiction. Uh, but then, then they pop back up, let's say a year later, and they're like, hey, what happened? They explain everything that happened. They explain everything that they went through. Would you have moved? I think you would have moved on with your life by I'm now. I'm going to say, you, can't, you just can't expect someone just to be waiting for you. Let's just, let's just say you're single then. I don't know. It just depends on the process because I feel like even though the process of getting over it, it's not like a one-day process. That can take months, and they were together for three years. It could take the entire year. So it is not like I don't think healing or getting over stuff like that is a one-size-fits-all where you can say, oh, in three months, you'll be over it. No, I agree. I, I totally agree. I just wanted to see how you felt. Like, as for me, I it would be hard for me to trust. I would hope that that person would get the healing that they need, but if they were to ever pursue a romantic relationship, it would not be with me. It would have to be with somebody else, and I wish them all the power in the world, because obviously whoever's with them might need it one day, and that's not, that's up to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's up to whoever they're with. Like, you dealing, when you are, when you are dating someone, whether it's short-term or long, well, mostly long-term, it's up to you in my opinion, to deal with who that person that you want to be with is. So you got to know that person. You have to find out that person. You have to figure out that person. You have to actually do life with that person. Um, find out what makes them tick. And, and of course, there's certain things that people can hide. Obviously, this is something that either she was hiding or she didn't uh, know about herself. Uh, but it's just you just have to really know who you're with. And there's, sometimes there's no way you can know everything about a person and she could have just snapped. This could mm-hmm. be her snap moment. 
But I feel that if we knew people through and through, like we actually tried to get to know people, I feel sometimes in relationships, we don't really want to get to know that person. We just want them to know us. And it, and people have just like the fantasy about the idea of a relationship or being with someone or marriage and stuff. Exactly. That's exactly it. The, and I think that's how the rose colored glasses, the rose rose colored glasses appear is because you have that this is what I want. This is how I wanted it to happen. If you're doing those things and other things are flying under your radar that you don't see mm-hmm. or don't notice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to it. And thank you once again for indulging in this. Uh, I, I guess it's a different, it's a different, um, a different type of podcast for me, uh, the Reddit relationship story. So if y'all like it, please let me know. And then we'll try to do this again. And if not, please let me know. We will never do this again. <laughs> so either way, we will look forward to your feedback. And thank you. Go ahead. No, it's okay. No, well, it's, it's okay. Kenneth cut me off, y'all. He didn't even want me. He did not want me to say anything. You can speak Ebonics. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to be proper. Go ahead. Until next want. time. Go off, sis. I'm done. You're not done. I am. Now you're done. Uh... Please follow me on KenCast Podcast, Instagram, Twitter. I will be posting snippets on both, but I am more active on Twitter. Also, follow me, Power King Ken, both. I'm definitely on that one a lot. So if you want to interact with me, you can do it that way. As always, be positive, be easy. Peace.